Hello and welcome to Propatos Catholic Podcast, a show where two Mexican dads talk about faith, life, and culture. We are your hosts, Gustavo and Walter, and today we are going to talk about the 12 days of Christmas. Is it a secret catechism song? No, it's not. It's a very anticlimactic uh, <laughs> question, but still, it can be used for that purpose if we want to um, make Spin it. Spin it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it lends itself for that. Um, mm -hmm. If you want to see it through the lens of faith, it's not not a catechism song, but, you know... Um, I have to say it's one of the weirdest Christmas songs that um, I got. I had to get used to it when I first started listening to Christmas music in English. Mm. Um, because it's pretty recent for me in my life. Um, are you familiar with it at all? Yeah. Well, it's, it's never been one of my go-to Christmas songs. I've always seen it kind of like repetitive and boring <laughs> but i've learned to appreciate it more as i've grown older it's fan it's funny because we went to one of our kids uh recitals christmas recitals last week and they had like an like an arizona version of it it was pretty cool they had like 12 five phoenix Suns, and you know that's funny they, they put everything related to either the desert or phoenix itself um so i thought it was pretty creative the way they did that oh it's fun Yeah, you can spin it in a lot of ways. Uh, there's a very funny skit that uh, some Protestant church put together uh, where two guys are like acting out all of the of the things in the song. It's pretty funny. Yeah. My favorite is in, in the office when Andy is giving Aaron all the different gifts that the song calls for. <laughs> and there's like a bunch of birds. So she's getting a bunch of these wild birds and she doesn't know what to do with them. And they're attacking her and scratching her. But Andy is like oblivious to this. He he just thinks it's like the most creative Christmas present ever. And it's like a secret Santa. <laughs> so Erin has no idea who's giving her these gifts. And at a certain point, she's just like pleading with the office to be like, Whoever's giving me these presents, please stop. It's hurting me. <laughs> <laughs> Now I want to watch that episode. It's so to funny. Google that after this. Yeah. But, um, all right. Let's uh, let's get the ball rolling. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. You have to excuse my singing. This is the last one that I'm going to sing. <laughs> I'm not gonna sing all twelve. I think that's. I think that would be wise. Yes. Okay. You don't have Are you to okay? Did you did you drink some tequila before improving that or what? No. Uh, actually, I had two cocktails before we started recording. Oh, so that's, that's why. You can why. see there's a little pink hue on my cheeks. Um, rosy cheeks. Rosy cheeks, and <laughs> so one partridge in a pear tree. Very specific. Um, the one partridge in a pear tree can mean um, our true love, God, has given us Jesus, his only begotten son. Um, don't ask me why, but it makes sense. I, yeah, it I, works. One time I received a, or we received a Christmas card that it was the partridge in a pear tree. 
And I'm like, what? Okay. Okay. I guess it's an image for Jesus mm. that God the Father gave us. Want to take the second one? Yeah. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtle doves. So the two turtle doves represent the Old and New Testaments. Um, also on December 26th. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. It's also the, I think that was the the quota for the temple, right? Two turtle doves. Yeah, for the poor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what St. Joseph sacrifices for the presentation of Presentation Jesus. at the temple. Yeah. That's a good, good point. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And December on December 26th, there's also St. Stephen's Feast Day. St. Stephen uh, is mentioned in another Christmas classic, Good King Wenceslas, who braved the harsh weather to give alms to the poor on the second day of Christmas. Yes. Um, side note, a Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, mm-hmm. The best rendition of a Christmas Carol. Don't add me. Um there is a scene where the little rabbit is singing Old King Wenceslas and mm. Scrooge is like, what do you want? Penny for the song, governor. Um, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Go watch it. Really? Muppet Christmas Carol. Is that your best? Uh, is that your favorite, favorite rendition one. of A Christmas Carol? Yes, dude. It's uh, Michael Caine and Scrooge and the Muppets. Mm. I mean, come on. It doesn't get better than that. I'm not a big Muppets. I've never been a big Muppets person. See, that's one thing that we are different. Mm. Like I could, I could do without watching a Muppets movie ever. And like when they come out, I'm not like, oh my gosh, a new Muppets movie, really? Well, I mean, they haven't come out. I mean, there was like I don't know a few decades in between the last one and the most recent one that mm. the guy from How I Met Your Mother did. Um, yeah. So, anyways, I'm I like the Jim Carrey one. Oh, is that animated? That's, that's animated. Okay. It's pretty good. It's a little scary for younger kids. It does I mean, get a little yeah. graphic there, but that's one of my favorites. Also, the Man Who Invented Christmas, pretty good movie about Dickens writing Dickens. a Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. On the third day of Christmas. My true love gave to me three French hens. Um, the three French hens represent faith, hope, and charity, theological virtues. Um, and also on December 27th is the Feast of the Holy Family. Just three of them. It's just Mary and Joseph. Coincidence? I don't think so. Um, I think not. I think not. So, yeah. Um, so, it's a, it's a good like all of those little things uh, that you're like, okay, there's Old Testament, New Testament, faith, hope, and charity. And then you're like, okay, four, what do we got? On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four calling birds. So the four calling birds uh, could also represent the four gospels or the four evangelists. And coincidentally, on December 28th, we remember the Holy Innocence, Los Santos Innocentes, the boys under two years of age that Herod ordered killed, like little martyrs that gave their lives for the newborn Savior. 
um, cultural note on El Día de los Santos Inocentes in Mexico. It's like April Fool's. Mm -hmm. So people prank each other on December 28th in Mexico. Yep. And when they believe they're gullible enough to believe the prank, you tell them, Inocente Palomita, mm -hmm. Innocent Pigeon, which or Dove, rather. Mm -hmm. Which I don't For know us, it had a different... It wasn't so much pranking. It was like you really? could actually appropriate somebody's something or other. If you ask for... that, That's what I remember growing up. Okay. Like if you ask for, hey, can I borrow this, like, cassette i was gonna say cd but we didn't have cds back then like can i borrow this Laser cassette disc yeah and this vhs can i borrow this vhs and if if they lent it to you on that day then you would say inocente palomita que te dejaste engañar and then that would be yours that vhs vhs tape would, so would be of like, your possession you believed my lie now this yeah. is mine That's exactly sense. Interesting. Anyway, yeah. um, that's funny. All right. Let's see. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden rings. And it has to be my first, my first, my favorite or the best part of the song because you have to sing it with gusto. Five mm -hmm. golden rings. Um I said that I was not going to sing, but I guess I cannot keep my, <laughs> not a minute of my word. You're a showman at heart, Walter. I, I am. The five golden rings represent the first five books of the Old Testament, which are Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, a.k.a. the Pentateuch, um, or the Torah, um, as our Jewish uh, brothers call it, and The authorship of these books is attributed to Moses, who more often than not is depicted uh, with a glorious beard. So that, there's yes. that. Um, strive to a be glowing like beard, too. I know. When he came down from Mount Sinai, he had to cover his face because he had that glow. Yeah. <laughs> um, On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Six geese Elaine. So the six geese Elaine represent the six days of creation. Uh, and here's a quick summation of what happened that week. On the first day, day and night were created. Day two, the clouds and the oceans. Day three, dry land, grass, herbs, and fruit trees. On day four, the sun, the moon, and the stars. Day five, we have the fish and the birds. And on day six, animals and man. Nice. So what mm -hmm. does a laying mean? Like a laying eggs? I think they're, yeah. Ampariendo. Ampariendo. <laughs> um, all right. Moving on. On the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me seven swans a-swimming. The seven swans... A swimming represent the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And these are wisdom, knowledge, counsel, fortitude, understanding, piety, and fear of the Lord. Which I don't remember. I should have wrote down the quote. That 
Um, mm. Fear of the Lord is like the the principal one. You have mm -hmm. to have fear of the Lord in order to get the other ones. But um, yeah. when you get confirmed, you receive... Wait, am I confusing this with like the fruits of the Holy Spirit? Of the Holy Spirit? Maybe. Okay. So it's like gifts. Gifts and fruits. We have both. But yeah, wisdom, knowledge, counsel, fortitude, understanding, piety, and fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. So we have the eighth day of Christmas. My true love gave to me eight maids a milking. I had there to do go. a little one too. You had to do it. So the eight maids of milking represent, uh, or could represent the eight beatitudes. Uh, first one, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The second beatitude, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. The third, blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger is the fourth, and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. The fifth beatitude, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Sixth, blessed are pure in heart, are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Seventh, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. And the eighth beatitude, blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Which, um, it's it's interesting the seventh and the eighth i think are mm -hmm. the ones that are the bigger stretch for me but i really like that someone made it a point to find all of these similarities because now when you listen to it you know it's going to be oh the eighth day could also be the beatitudes because walter and gustavo told me hmm. <laughs> that's pretty cool um, my favorite is blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. It's always stuck with me. So the strive to, um, to work on at least because I know that I'm not there yet. Uh, there's a lot mm -hmm. of things that, that, you know, like can be done to attain progress in the spiritual life. To remove yeah. the stony heart and get a new heart mm -hmm. of flesh. Amen. Do you have a favorite beatitude? Oh, man, it's hard. I guess the one that really resonates with me is, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Mm. There's so much suffering in the world that goes unnoticed sometimes. And... It's just good to know that that will be, won't be in vain for those people who are suffering. So I think that's the one that really speaks to me and gives me a lot of hope. Yeah. I, um, I was talking to one of our neighbors today and we were sharing how, you know, there, there's people that we know that have lost a loved one recently. Um, and how that weighs heavy on someone's heart, you know, because mm -hmm. now like the holidays have like this bittersweet tinge to them because you have like the memory of this person that is no longer with you. Um, I've been thinking a lot about my, my grandpa 
my maternal grandpa, he passed away like 25 years ago. And it was like the first time that I experienced loss. Mm. Um, and he passed away on Our Lady of Guadalupe's feast day. So kind of close to the Christmas season, but kind of far enough where, you know, we can mourn and remember him and then mm-hmm. get into the spirit of, of celebration and Christmas. But, I mean, hopefully he's already experiencing the beatific vision and uh, mm-hmm. he's, like, celebrating that um, in a better way, in a more fuller way than, yeah. than we are over here, but still sad nonetheless. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We even, even that we have in common. Really? Uh, my, my sister uh, lost her husband kind of like 21 years ago, I want to say, um, suddenly. And it was on December 23rd, uh, no, December 13th. Mm. And it was like you said, it's like a little close, you know, where it's still stinging because in Mexico, again, the the funeral and that stuff tends to take, uh, well, no, no, I'm, I have it mixed up. Here it's where it, they, it takes a longer, I have yeah. to, it's like the, 48 they, hours. The following, the following night, they're pretty much putting you on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Diana was like amazed of how fast mm-hmm. funerals are in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had it backwards. But yeah, I, I understand what you say that it's like very present still, you know, and it's bittersweet. And as the years go by, it starts getting easier. But there's always that lingering memory of those who aren't with us anymore. And if you're somebody that's going through that right now, I mean, hopefully this beatitude speaks to you. Uh, Blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted. Always remember that. Amen. We're praying for you as well. Um, On the ninth day of Christmas, my true look gave to me nine ladies dancing. So the nine ladies dancing represents now the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. So seven gives nine fruits. So the fruits of the Holy Spirit, you ready for? Yep. Uh, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And I think that the... the the gentleness part and the self-control. Like, I need to pray for those specifically, man. You know, joy. Joy. Big, all of them. Big time. All mm-hmm. of them. Patience, kindness, peace. Need to read. Um, you lent me a copy of uh, how to keep, how to find peace and keep. No. I think Deanna lent me her copy. But we talked about reading that book, right? Mm-hmm. In In Search of... Father Jack Philippe. Do you know that book that I'm talking about? I'm butchering the the title of it. Uh, What is it? Something about finding and maintaining peace. Someone is shouting. I know which one you're saying. I I I thought it was behind me. It's like the first chapter is, is you have to be like the surface of a lake. The more that it is still the more that it can reflect um, God's It's not image. this one, right? It's not the lessons of St. Francis? 
no, we do, I mean, we do talk about a lot of books that we are reading, or in my case, have reading. Um, <laughs> dang it. Now I want to find it. Okay, fill the air while I, while I type on my keyboard. Yes, <laughs> I, I think we could all benefit from an increase in all of these different gifts of the Holy fruits of the Holy Spirit. Um, I don't think you can ever say I have enough love or I have enough. enough joy. I think we can always increase all of these okay. for for the for the betterment of of us and those around us. I think searching for and maintaining peace. Ah, uh, yes. A small treatise treatise on peace of heart by Father Jack Philippe. Um, yeah, I think I did recommend that to you. Yeah, that sounds like something that you would have done. Is another one of the books that I started, of the ten that I started at the same time and finished zero of them. I think that's <laughs> going to be one of my New Year's <laughs> resolutions to just like not start another book if I cannot fi finish the one that I started before that. I don't know. Do you drop books that I do don't engage you? Uh, when you start yes. reading them and you're like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm not going to finish it. Or I have like the, I start a book, like if I take a book to adoration, mm -hmm. I'll only read it in adoration. And it oh, takes yeah. me like oh, five weeks to finish it. We do the so. same freaking thing. Mm -hmm. I do that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. But, you know, I found that that has its, its benefits too. Because if you're reading it in a setting where you're not really present, Like there's work or there's kids or there you don't have like that like full attention quiet of the heart you know yeah maybe you don't get as much from the book and that happened to me last week in adoration finishing the book that I recommended to you uh, recently Father I finished it Barry yes yeah. it's um, that I may see so for those who are watching on. YouTube. YouTube, there's that I may see by Father Barry Brom. It's such a good book. And I finished it in, in a holy hour. Mm -hmm. And I read it like, I think it took me six weeks because I was only reading it in adoration. In adoration. And it's a, it's a short read. It's a really easy read. Um, but there was a reason that I had to finish it there. You know, it really spoke to me. And um, it was, a, it was a, good, a good day that day. Nice. Okay. Uh, tenth day, Europe. Oh, on the tenth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me ten lords a leaping. So the ten lords a leaping could potentially be uh, reminiscent to the ten commandments uh, that God gave to Moses uh, in Exodus twenty two seventeen. We all know them. We're not gonna. If you ask me which ones are they, it's like, este. Este. <laughs> you I know. Honor God, you shall not have strange gods before me. Something about adultery. Something about you your should, parents. You shall not steal. You should not You should murder. not murder. Mm -hmm. You um, should not bear false witness. False witness. You should not mm -hmm. lie. So we kind of know all of them. Should not take the Lord's name in vain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very important one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you it, like the Ten Commandments, the movie? 
you know, I I think I watched bits and pieces, but I never like sat down and oh. actually like watch. It's like a three hour movie. Oh, it's an amazing movie. You gotta watch it. Like, it's the like whole way we watch it every Easter. It is like with the blue eyed Moses. Yeah, Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. <laughs> Dude, it's an amazing piece of cinema. Really? You feel that? Yeah. Passionately yeah, about dude. it. It's a, it's a great, great flick. Okay. That and Ben-Hur are amazing, amazing movies that I never appreciated as a, as a youngster. Okay. But when you see the breadth of um, just the scope of it and how it was made back in the 70s mm -hmm. compared to the garbage that is being vomited out now by computers. There it is. Oh my goodness. It's just so, so good. Like Ben Hur, make it a point to watch Ben Hur and okay. to watch the Ten Commandments. Please. I'm gonna have time in between Christmas and New Year's, so mm -hmm. I'll I'll report back with my findings. Yes. Um on the eleventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me eleven pipers piping. Um that seems like a tongue twister of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 11 pipers piping represent the 11 faithful apostles um, Peter, Andrew, James of Zebedee, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, Jude, and Simon the Canaan. Um, and we all know which one was the rotten apple. You know, <laughs> yeah, don't be like that, that guy, guy. Yeah. don't be like that guy. Exactly. <laughs> and finally, on the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me twelve drummers drumming. And uh, sorry, I took that away from you. No, you're good. You're good. Oh. So the twelve drummers drumming represent the twelve points of doctrine in the Apostles' Creed. And we'll take it one by one. I believe oh, yeah, in a, God. The one, one. Sure, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. And the second one, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. The third one, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints. The, I, don't, I don't know why I broke it down in like the, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life, and everlasting. life everlasting. That's probably... That's more than 12, right? Yeah, I broke it down weird. I'm sorry. Yeah, just um, the last one, I think, is should go together. Um, but still, um, it's one of those things that I'm like, okay, we say the Apostles' Creed every time that we... Mm -hmm pray the rosary so kind of say it in automatic but it's like when you start really praying the our father and like breaking down um each line like mm -hmm. oh okay there are 12 points of doctrine that make up the apostles creed what we believe in the faith um so all of these are what could possibly be the meaning behind the 12 days of Christmas, um, which hopefully 
everybody's ready to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior in um, in a few more days. Uh, when this is coming out, it's going to be the Tuesday before uh, Christmas, and um, I'm really excited to mm -hmm. to go to the, uh, not mi midnight mass, but you know, yeah. Christmas vigil mass. Um, and uh, just be with the kids and open the presents on Christmas Day, make some cinnamon rolls, and uh, mm. stay in pajamas the whole day, watch <laughs> movies and whatnot. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna make a big pot of menudo. Oh, okay, for, for the 25th. So, not a big fan of menudo, but a, oh, it's a consistency Christmas morning. Um, we we were one of a tamales family. Yeah, both, both and. Both and. Yeah, that's a, yeah. that's a Catholic both mm. and. Um, <laughs> we're having a porqueta for dinner on Christmas Eve. So what we'll is a porqueta? Porqueta is an Italian. Um, it's like pork sirloin, um, wrapped in. Uh, belly in the belly of, of a pork um, or pork belly duh <laughs> so it, it, think of it like a meat cylinder mm -hmm. where the outside is pork belly and, and it is like the uh, the skin that gets crunchy when you chicharron. Mm -hmm. yes basically so it's like chicharron on the outside and then the inside is like pork tenderloin So it's like juicy and crispy and oh, so delicious. I mean, hopefully Sounds it comes amazing. out good. But yeah, let us know what you're having for Christmas dinner. And um, and put uh, 12 Days of Christmas on repeat. Mm. Yeah, just kidding. And yeah, watch the kids go crazy. I know. Um, <laughs> round, round, Rudolph. My kids have it on repeat. And they just like run around the house. I'm like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, but anyways, closing comments, Gustavo. What else you got? Um, no, I really appreciate this breakdown. I think this this song is definitely going to have a different connotation with me now. Every time that I listen to it, I won't have to skip it or change the radio station. Uh, I'll I'll pay close attention and I'll kind of like meditate on each one of those days. Because um, it is, it is pretty amazing that we can um, encapsulate so much of our faith in in this one simple song. Um, so I think it's worth the 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 re-listen to this episode if if you want to like get um, more familiar with what each day represents. And yeah, I think that was very enlightening for me, at least. And also remember that Christmas is a season. It's not just one day. Mm -hmm. So we have the 12 days of Christmas between uh, Christmas Eve and the uh, the eve of the Epiphany, basically. Mm -hmm. So don't take down the Christmas tree just yet. Um, if you listen, don't to be fool. Don't be fooled by the radio not playing Christmas music anymore. Exactly. Exactly. You can still pr play Christmas music. Um, up until La Candelaria, probably. Mm -hmm. Well, we will give you permission to do that until Candlemas, but it's up to you. If you needed permission, you have our permission. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
Well, thank you, everybody, for um, listening to this episode of Barbatus Catholic Podcast. Um, our Instagram account is still hacked. We don't have access to it, so please don't engage in communication with that Instagram account. Um, you can find us at direct.me forward slash Barbatus if you want to get in contact with us. Um, you can still download the Posadas ebook in there and listen to other Advent episodes that we have available. And um, Merry Christmas, y'all. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Yep. Bless Alanis Casey. Pray, Pray for, for us. us. Until the next time.